Welcome to Drunk Gun Comics Podcast, episode 480. I don't know if I can keep it together <laughs> for this intro. Uh, mistakes being made here and there, but... Uh, it happens to us all the time. Yeah, but uh, got into a lot of Marvel books this week. You did. Yeah, for sure. I just had the one book that was Image, as always. Yeah, but uh, we had some good conversations today and mm-hmm. uh, some recommendations for you all to check out, so... With that, enjoy a cold one, and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 480, Lindsay's Baby Secret. <gasps> no! become addicted to this new phone game have you heard of words with friends I mean, <laughs> everyone's playing it now i keep seeing Are people posting about it getting on with words with friends yeah don't you see everyone posting it i mean i feel like people have been playing that since 2010 no i'm just kidding it's wordle oh what's wordle oh you don't know no oh i mean i'm trying I to make the, I'm trying to make the joke of like <laughs> I thought you obviously knew no. because everyone and their mother is playing this Wordle game. Yeah, I, I have better things to do with my life than play an online phone game. It's simple. And yeah, I everyone just... listening is probably laughing at you right now because you don't know, and I at least jumped on the bandwagon a couple days before you. Yeah, cause... I don't feel bad about people thinking I'm lame because I'm not playing a stupid phone game. But it's addicting. Uh, well, I'll afterwards. I have things to do. <laughs> Only take you a minute. I have comic books to read. Well, that is true. We do have those. Or we have... And movies to watch and TV shows to watch and, I don't know, actual work to do. <laughs> work schmirk. And volunteering and, you know, my life is full. I don't need anything else. I'm good. That's... But what is work? I saw... I did see something on SNL. One of their... I think in their cold open, Trump mentioned oh, something God. about the Trump... It's, it, honestly, yeah. it's just an online... Um, like go to the website and each person can only has one try of six uh it's a five letter word so just like uh wheel of fortune Mm -hmm. type in your letters but or spell spell horse or something and it will tell you if you have at least the r and the e correctly and either they're in the correct spot or they're they're correct and there'll be a different uh shade and then you then use that to keep going down and so you have six total guesses to then create it and it's it's simple but not yeah it's i don't know it's very like i said i kept seeing everyone talking about Mm -hmm. it i yeah it's well you know tony that's what drugs and alcohol are for (laughs) dude horse turned into a different word man i if i need to waste some time i'll just get into one of those two things (laughs) This wordle man, <laughs> but there is a lot that has come out recently that I'm starting <clears throat> to lose track of getting caught up on. Yeah, other things besides comics. Yeah, although there's also lots of comics coming out too that are making me mm-hmm. hard to even catch up on comics because of comics. But Peacemaker. Yep. That song is stuck in my head, and I've listened to it multiple times. We didn't get to talk about it last week because you hadn't watched it at all by that point. Yes, and I'm not all the way caught up. Yeah. 
but I've at least seen the first two episodes and I love it. It's really good. It's really good. It's funny in a way that is like, you know, very James Gunn feeling, right? Like Guardians of the Galaxy, like that sort of funny. So one of the things is my buddy who I'm watching it with, who knows that I love comic books, keeps fucking asking me all these like questions about it. I'm like, sorry, dude, like never really read Peacemaker. No, you know who he was yeah. before he was in Suicide Squad. Well, was he put in Suicide Squad? Because like, you know, he was big in that. So I was like, no, he was kind of put in there because there were a bunch of losers. Not all of them, but he was definitely one yeah. of them. Of, well, he thinks he's a hero. Yeah. But he kills people. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> For peace. It's kind of like a Deadpool complex, though. Like, yeah, but I don't think Deadpool thinks he's fighting for peace, justice, in the American true. way. <laughs> <laughs> I think Deadpool is very aware of what he is. But yeah, he kept asking, and then he's like, who's that person? Is that a bad guy? What are these butterflies? Like, I'm just like, Mike, shut up. I'm learning this with you. Yeah. Like, yes, I know a lot about comics, and I enjoy it when watching a multitude of things that I do know, but I'm like, this is one of the few things... Right. I have no clue. and Yeah, so butterflies are a new concept. They were created specifically for the show. If I recall correctly, you haven't gotten very far into that plot yet. I no, he just had the first chick that he killed. Right. He slept with that. Yeah, so the third episode is really where you kind of get into the butterflies okay. a little bit more. So I won't give that away. I'm sure, though, once we get caught up, we'll start yep. reviewing it a little bit but, more. But I just, I cannot get over that opening dance sequence. I saw a quick behind the scenes where James Gunn just said, I always have dance sequences and everything I make. That's true, he does. And it's just, it's perfect. It reminds me of a Skip It a Bop Bop Bow from Little Big. What the fuck are you talking about? If you Little you, Big? Yes, I believe that's the band's name. It's if you see the dance and you, you once you hear the music video, you'll be like, I've heard that. I didn't know that's the name of them. It is, it is some weird arm gesture movement dancing that just that whole thing just okay. reminded me of, and that's also a funny thing. Not nerdy, but kind of nerdy because it's history. But I don't know how real history it is. <laughs> uh, I watched the last duel. It says oh. based on true events, and I don't know which events are true. So, so the the woman accusing the man of rape, and then the the duel happening is true. Okay. And it was the last duel that I think took. Like it was the last trial that was decided by duel. Oh, I think. okay. Because by that point they hadn't even been doing them for a while. But Matt Damon's character convinced the king gotcha. to, yeah. because it was still even on the law books. So I really liked that movie a lot. I appreciated the the three storylines from the different points of view, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to watch like the little changes that were made. I mean, obviously there were huge differences, but just little things too. So like. Matt Damon's character, his wife, accuses Adam Driver. I don't remember any of their names. They're French, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> accuses Adam Driver's character of raping her, which he did. 
Um, even in his version of the story, it is still very much written. Yeah, I was like starting to think, <laughs> is there going to be a twist where she actually let him happen? Because I was like, it looked rape even in his Yeah, scenes. even even in his mind where she was attracted to him, right? And they had like chemistry. Like the scenario that played out in his story still... Made him men, seem like an that asshole. That is still rape. <laughs> she did not... Whether she actually in like the back of her mind wanted to or not didn't mean she actually wanted to. Like there is a difference. But, um, where was I going with that? Oh, Matt, so when Matt Damon's character decides that he, when he goes to the group of people and he wants them to stand behind him and he says, in his version, he says, I have an idea that he's going to go to the king with and the idea is the duel, right? In her version, he says, we have an idea, meaning him and her. Came to the idea together. In his story, he's very much like the lover hero. Yeah. And in her story, he's just a cold husband who is more insulted by the fact that a man wanted to, like, take his property of his wife than anything else. Yeah. And that's... And I... I mean, I'm going to believe her perspective through it all. It still doesn't negate that it... Matt Damon got fucked over a lot in yeah. the movie. Yeah. But yeah, he's also a piece he was of shit. A huge, also... He was a huge piece of shit when you saw the other versions yeah. of the stories. Of course, his own version of the story, he was mm-hmm. getting raw dogs left and right. Can we talk about Ben Affleck's fucking blonde-ass no, stupid that's... beard? So here's a, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I was dead set never watching this because of the movie posters for this. Yeah. Because I do love medieval knight-type movies, but the posters were so airbrushed and made look like Matt Damon's. He had a scar on his cheek, which looked natural in the the uh, movie, but on the posters it looked like it was painted on. Like mm-hmm. that's bad CGI. And the hair, oh my god, for for Ben Affleck, it, it also so looked bad. like a fake wig and stuff in the posters. Where no, he actually got a dye job, and it looked not bad. Yes, it was it bad. Weird. And plus, he out of all the people, like listen, Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. Like, take him or leave him. Like, I've I, out of all of them, I felt like Ben Affleck was just doing a version of himself <laughs> the whole movie. Like, it really felt just Ben Afflecky. Like, some of the things he would say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's how he would react these days. Well, I almost feel bad that his the um, his lackey's sidekick mm-hmm. Adam Driver wasn't Matt Damon. To be the buddy-buddy, like, yeah. I'll help you out. I'll give you stuff. <laughs> so they actually wrote the wrote this. Oh, okay. Um, it's the first movie they've written together since Goodwill Hunting. Wow. Well, um, I, I will say this. Besides his blonde hair, because that's the only kind of distracting thing, all the set pieces, the armor, the everything looked... Mm-hmm. It looked real. That was, like, cinematography-wise, awesome, but yeah. just the story was, like, different right. and... It really was good. Cool. I would highly suggest watching it. So nerds out there, watch a historical yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. liked it. I liked it a lot. It is kind of depressing, but <laughs> yes. Well, let's get on to more fun things like okay. books. Books. So I read a book this weekend. You asked me why I only read one though. And I said it was because I was busy. Yeah, you said work and schmirk and... Do you want to know what else I was doing this weekend? Fixing a car? Nope. I got married this weekend. You did not. I did. Why? 
And why did you not invite me? I think I'm going to stop this recording right now. You're lying. No, I did. I actually have the signed marriage certificate in my bag right now because I have to mail it in. So, Josh, my boyfriend, who's been on this podcast before. Why didn't we open with this? (laughs) And I decided, why not? Because we've been together for a while. And it was very small. It was literally just Josh's mom because she could officiate. And then Connor, my child, is one of the witnesses. And then my friend Terry is one of the witnesses. And we just went out to dinner. And literally, we just signed paperwork. That was it. You didn't even, like, do a... No. I love you, this, that, whatever. Do you at least have a ring? Nope. Oh. I mean, do you not care for one? Yeah. We'll get one if we want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I figured that wouldn't be your... (laughs) I could see you getting a Green Lantern ring or something. (laughs) So that's what I did this weekend. Wow. Well, okay. First, (laughs) it it blew my mind, but now you just brought me back to... It was just signing a piece of paper, so you don't... Well, we went out to dinner. I had to do my makeup and my hair and stuff. (laughs) And a couple, my friend Terry and, and one of my other friends took me out on Saturday for beverages. Oh, I would have. I know, but, but yeah. it was a secret, and I didn't tell anyone except those people. Okay. So don't feel bad. Oh, and someone's even calling me right now to find out and get the <laughs> scoop. They're like, holy shit, Lynn's is married? It's Mel. She's ratting on me, because <laughs> I told her earlier today. <laughs> well, now the world knows, because... Everyone listens to this. But they'll have at least a week's time before this gets posted. <laughs> I know. You're the only person I've told in person, person, other than just oh. the people who were there. Well, that is pretty awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Are you going to change your last name? Nope. Okay, good. Then, yeah, then everything's... Yeah, everything's cool. Glory. Everything's cool. But that, and, that... and that's, a, to be honest, too, you getting married is a shock. <laughs> Because of that commitment of being, I'm going to do that. But also, I, I don't think it really changes anything. It doesn't, no. Like, and and that's kind of why. I mean, it's a very unromantic reason to get married. Like, why not? Like, that was the reason. Why not? But <laughs> why? There, I mean, I guess there, there is a good enough reason of why not, though. Like, yeah. the, you know, if you wanted to, you obviously did. Right. So, yeah. So, so. Sorry, guys. I'm taken. I was already taken prior to this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be like, what? This, this just now it's be- just... Oh, before you were... Legally. Maybe. Now I'm b- yeah. bound by legal contract. <laughs> <laughs> just not a position I actually ever wanted to be in. I don't want to be bound to somebody through legal contracts. That's why it's just more shocking. I know. I did it, though. More shocking for... I feel like your part, too, and not Josh's. Yeah, no. Even though I, I know Josh enough that I know that he... Probably didn't Wouldn't care, care either, either way. Yeah. yeah. Connor says, oh, well, it's about time. Now I don't have to call Josh my mom's boyfriend anymore. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that is one of those phrases, my mom's boyfriend, that automatically makes you think of some loser that's like holed up in your mom's house, yeah. not paying rent and drinking all the time and calls you a champ. <laughs> God, you need to have Josh call him that next time he sees him. <laughs> hey, champ, should we go have a talk about the birds and the bees? Connor's like, I'm 19. Yeah. It's fine. We're fine. We're <laughs> fine here. <laughs> I've watched hentai. I know how it is. Octopus tentacles and everything. I can, rent le- I can legally yeah. rent porn now. It's fine. I'm all good. <laughs> well, what book did you get up to read? So I caught up on What's the Furthest Place from Here? 
which is um, a book out of Image, but it's written by a couple guys who, well, at least one of them, who usually does black mask sort of stuff. And it's actually the same guy who did um, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Do you remember that book? So the book actually has a pretty similar art style to that, even to the point where when you look at the first page on the interior cover, it's got like a list of all the characters and little pictures of their faces. And as people die, they cross them out (laughs) because people are going to die in this book. But basically, I think I reviewed the first one. So this is a post-apocalyptic sort of scenario where it seems to be just children left over and all adults have I don't know they haven't really explained what happened yet Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm getting a little like what's going on but it seems like the adults have turned into these creatures that they're calling strangers and I'm not 100% certain on the relationship between strangers and the children Stranger danger? Because they don't, they do seem like they would kill the kids, but they also seem like they would bring them food too. Mm. So I don't know if it's just like parents, like at the end, you're going to find out parents just finally had enough and was like, There's if you're porn. good, if you're good, we'll, we'll bring you food and protect you. But if you're bad, we're just going to murder you. <laughs> But these, the kids have set up, like, these houses that they call families. <clears throat> and the, the group that they're following, one of their family members has, like, taken off. So they're off. They're trying to find her. In the meantime, they've lost their house. They've come up against other families and had fights. And this most recent one, they end up at this, basically, what used to be an old folks home. And the kids that are are living in this old folks home have dressed themselves up as old people and are acting as if they're old people like they've ripped their teeth out they wear like wigs to make them look at grandmas they behave like old people it's really creepy it's like super creepy to see these because some of them are young kids um my favorite part of this this issue three though was they roll up on this room with tvs and they somehow there's like a, a there's a VHS tape there that has the Sid who's the kid they're looking for her name on it and they're like trying to figure out why her name's on it and they pop it into a VCR on accident I guess because this guy has no idea what the fuck a VHS is okay because he's like she's how she's he's trying to talk to her through the screen. He doesn't understand why he can see her and she can't see him. Like he has no idea what okay, the fuck wow, VHS tapes or TVs or anything is. So I'm wondering how long this has been going on and did it make everyone stupid? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know. But I want to know what the fuck's going on so badly in this book series. If they don't tell me soon. <laughs> I'm going to be real mad. I'm going to just keep reading, of course, but... <laughs> How long ago did issue one come out? Um, I want to say that was November. Okay. And so, um, second issue in December and the third issue just came out. Um, that's good stuff, though. Sounds interesting enough. It sounds, 
sounds different, which yeah. is a lot of what I'm normally going for. Now, when I explain kind of some of the stuff that I read, that's not the case. <laughs> but at the same point, it reiterates of why a lot of my reviews more lately have been not DC or Marvel. I'll throw some in there because I still read them. But yeah. there's so many more books out there to explore. Mm-hmm. Image has a ton of them. And it seems like there's always a number one you know, yeah. coming out and debuting here or there. Because I, I read Devil's... Well, first I read Silk, number one. Okay. Which I also reviewed Silk, number one, just the other month. I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was really, I felt like November-ish, maybe October, where there was a number one. I was kind of irked of like, why are we doing number one? But it's because they're all rebranding, so it doesn't right. matter. Renumbering. Which is yeah. dumb. It is Again, dumb. You know, we've well, talked I mean, about yeah, this talk extensively. About we hate it. And so, got into this one again, and I liked it, but to be honest, I don't know if I need to pick up a new series. Mm. So it's kind of cool to get reintroduced. Uh, it was an interesting story. One of the big things that I thought was interesting was at the beginning when she swings in to like stop the, the crime that's happening and everything... People are taking their pictures like, oh my gosh, is that Silk and this, that? And, and I was just like, wow, she. I guess Spider-Man does have his fans too, but this just felt like she's not Peter Parker, like people, like she's a celebrity superhero, mm-hmm. like a Captain America or something. But is like, she a clo- she's a clone, right? No, no, she got bit by the exact same spider oh, as Peter. Okay. And then because of that, she got locked away for like, 10 years or so. Mm. So that's why she's never been in the comics. Gotcha. The sliding scale. But okay. then, because Peter and her hooked up at one point because of their pheromones. And right. Yeah. All that. And yep. Yeah. But now she's a loner and uh, she's got the same, uh, she's got the same powers and everything except for she can do silk out of her, uh, or webbing out of her fingers. Okay. So it's natural. Oh, and then this of version shooters. of Peter Parker has web shooters. Yeah. Again. They go back and forth. That was my favorite part of the Toby Maguire the ones. movies. Yeah, where he they were like, "You can make it yourself." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I quickly, like I said, did not get into too much of that story. Uh, Devil's Reign, which is pretty much this event of Kingpin really going hardcore after Daredevil right now, and so there's been a lot of other stories, and he's the mayor currently, mm-hmm. and. What he has done is outlawed uh, superheroes or yes. vigilantism. Yep. And, and he's got an enforcer squad, right? Yep. yep. And so this is uh, Devil's Reign, Villains for Hire, number one. And, yeah, before he had just some, some goons going around and and rounding up the heroes that he's were got, like, fighting without... Powered the, people doing it. But now he's pretty much the Thunderbolts. Yeah. And this is the problem that I have is that in this few of issues, they've already done Civil War stuff, which is having registered uh, registered superhumans to, you know, fight. And now we're going right into to Dark Reign with the bad guys being the, the good guys. Now, they're not pretending to be anything else, but at the same point, they are the good guys. And so that, to me, it bothered me a bit of, like, why Marvel? I've read this before. I don't yeah. like this. Now I will say this though: some reading, oh, not reading, 
looking at some of the art through here, there's a person that's full on from the Lady Electro. Zap, like he's dead. Like that is electricity going through his head. And not a lot of Marvel books always show the death part or this uh, Venom symbiote uh, agony who pretty much spit acid on a person's head and you see him like yeah. almost going over with like his skull like being burned. I'm like, okay, this is a little more mature book. So that kind of, to me, was a little bit, I guess, cool. But also, again, why? And then at the end, <laughs> this, all, this is all this synergy that happens in comic book nowadays. Yeah. But a person shows up to join the squad. Yeah. The bad guy squad. Yes. Do you want to take a guess if I said synergy, who that might be? If you said synergy. Well, because of the TV shows and the comics and they all have to. Oh, is it Echo? No. no. U.S. agent. Oh, oh, oh. You would have gotten there eventually. I would have run just... down the roster <laughs> yeah. of all the people, yeah. But I was like. Okay, I see exactly why he's written into this because they just had him in a show and they're probably going to have another whatever they have, the Thunderbolts TV show or whatever it is that they've been weaving in and out of yeah. some of those shows. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. 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 It was, yeah, I was like, yeah. Right. I will read it, though, because it was kind of badass how I don't normally see some of those pages yeah panels are you so you're gonna you're gonna go full in on the on the event because it's across well it's been across a lot of books yeah and i haven't read all of them Uh, i just saw an x-men book came up too so i'm gonna read that one yeah but maybe the alpha and the there's i think a six uh issue main story and i read the first one i haven't read the second one that's out um maybe i guess i just Yeah. yeah It feels really Lex Luthery Superman sort of thing going on, right? Except yeah. Daredevil isn't Superman. He's Daredevil. Yeah. But, like, Kingpin's got a real Lex Luthor vibe going on right now. Very much so. And actually, that's one of the criticisms I had for this book. So you have the Kingpin being the mayor. Mm-hmm. You'd almost feel like he would have kind of the crime syndicate and lockdown in the city. So what were their mass bad guys doing running amok that he had to send the Thunderbolts in like now in a normal world of like just crime and everything I, I would feel that sure that makes sense like why not have multiple gang members and mm-hmm. different you know crime lords but it just felt a little bit like what they're making the Kingpin be out to be like this big benevolent like person in this story you you would think that he'd have a little bit more control of that if he was able to get all the superheroes arrested, like right. So yeah, but all is not lost because Silver Surfer Rebirth number one came out. Rebirth. Yes, it's pretty. It it's, it makes a little bit of sense within the story, but ultimately there hasn't been a Silver Surfer book out in a while. Is this Silver Surfer? This is the normal Silver Surfer. This isn't some like new. Yeah, it's Norrin Rad. Same. He's you know been in the comic books lately in his uh, limited series and everything, which this also is a limited series. Uh, he's been away from Galactus for a while now. He's not been the Herald, so he's kind of been able to do his Superman kind of vibes and fixing things. And this story 
kicks off with a Kree ship that was going to investigate a black hole and pretty much got sucked in and they're pretty much going to die. And do you know who Marvel was? Yeah, he's Captain Marvel. Yeah, and yeah. the original, and he's dead. Yeah. And you know he had a son, Genus Vell, who mm. was... I forget what he used to go by, but I guess he goes by Legacy now. But anyways, his son has the Nega Bands, and he shows up to save the day, but he just doesn't have enough power to stop this black hole from sucking in this Kree uh, warship till Silver, Silver Surfer shows up and pretty much saves owns the it. day. Yeah. And it was just, it was kind of cool of Silver Surfer talking to, you know, Legacy about how, you know, his father and everything and, and you know, Genius is trying to live up to his father's, um, you know, Legacy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Legacy. That's, it really makes you, like, consider the naming of the characters that they do when you're talking about them and you can't yeah. help but use their name in a sentence that's not actual their name. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, it, it, we, the more you start talking about it, the more you're like, they just fucking boned this shit in. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much so. <laughs> but there was, it was just some good, you know, nature talk between these two heroes and then all of a sudden there is a page where it kind of like there's a a crash like a, a going through shattered glass mm-hmm. and then the silver surfer is like right next to marvel captain marvel and silver surfer is like what are how are you you're live like what's going on like i was just talking to your son and then they're on a scroll uh world or the scrolls were invading a world and they are fighting it, and Silver Surfer is like freaking out, like what the fuck's going on? So somehow he time traveled. Mm. Don't know. Mm. Very uh, interested where this goes because then another person from you know his cosmic past uh, shows up, and ultimately this was a short story, which was disappointing in the sense of. I was just seeing that it. it's only 19 pages. Yeah. That's pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. But everything that it had in it was pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm definitely on this ride because, again, I, I love some Silver Surfer books. I don't know what's going on, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, normally I'd want to know right away, and I still do want to know because it was very abrupt while reading it. Wait, what's going on? Like, I had to go back to the pages and be like, did I miss did he, something? Yeah, did he go through a time warp? Or he, he's just confused, so it, it's also us readers being in that perspective right. of not knowing what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Ron Ron Mars wrote wrote this book, and Ron Lim did the art, so the Rons. Yep, and they were, the, back <laughs> in the 90s, they were the last to write the ongoing oh, really? Silver Surfer series, so they are also reunited so to the do all this. reds on that? On Silver Surfer for for a while in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess there was another Silver Surfer. Yeah. In between there. Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, the All yeah, because they're well, on, yeah, I knew yeah. that they were on. That's kind of I didn't care for that story, but the All Reds. People either full full in on the All Red stories for no matter what series they're writing for, or they're like, no thanks. It's such a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, nothing against something. Actually, there I remember because at the time when I brought it up, and Derek was giving me some shit about it, I was like, I just 
I don't really care for it. I can't like it. But then there was another story that they were doing that I didn't know it was dumb. Mm-hmm. That I was like, okay, you know, it's not. It's just the one thing is not my taste, and yeah. I liked another thing of theirs. So, well, yeah, very uh, interested in that Silver Surfer's back and uh, nice. Your boyfriend's back. Your boyfriend's back, back, and you're gonna, gonna be, be in trouble. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Something I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about Peacemaker. He has a book coming out this week. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a black label, DC black label, that okay. one one shot that's going to kind of get into his past or, you know, his story, which I think is probably going to be good for most anyone that's watched the show or heard of the show that now is like, is there a comic book about it? Mm. Well, now you're going to get your mm-hmm. chance. Apparently, if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited, you can get all of the back issues of Peacemaker stuff for free to borrow. That's cool. But I would be interested in seeing the new one and if it's more in line with, like, the show or if it's sticking with, like, the normal... I think I'll be, well, they're probably going to do some Comic synergy. History. Well, but it's Black Label as well, so they, maybe they won't. Yeah. They'll just be like, I want to tell a story. So honestly, right. I'm definitely going to oh, pick it up. Oh, it's written by Garth Ennis. Ennis? 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 I like Garth Ennis. So that'll be good. And gory. Yeah. It'll be really bloody. So that's going to be on my pull list. Yeah, that's a good for one. For next week. And, um, and yeah, and I'll get to know a little bit more about nice. who he is. Peacemaker. So one of the things that I feel like news is really kind of hard to find right right now. Yeah. Because most cons aren't coming back anytime soon. The earliest I think I've heard is maybe late March, early April. But a lot of them that now have their fall shows don't want to do a back-to-back. So what they're doing is this is a staggered year. Those shows that happen in the fall, some of them are happening... Um, earlier in the summer and then the next year 2023 will then be full back into spring gotcha so i know c2e2 is one of them that's doing that um as well they're having theirs next year in august and then they plan on then the previous year to then be back in spring as well as comic-con i don't they haven't announced anything for that but that's always just been yeah in the summer and we'll see how the world is if not but one of the things that at least to get hype for comic books is they're starting to release what the free comic book day books are going to be oh i just was like i i had to recheck if it was still in may because i was very confused why we're learning about these now in january i feel like this is usually about the time they started releasing that i don't know i always felt it was closer to the day like this is far for and they I yeah, to, but you gotta think that comic book um comic book stores still need to order those right like they still have to put those orders in well in advance of yeah but they used to the I used to remember when they used to never really announce yeah are you talking about when you were a kid and the internet didn't exist is that what you're well, talking about well I was thinking of that but also <laughs> I feel like when we started too we didn't know oh ten years ago when the internet was dumber yeah. <laughs> When Jeeves was still around, ask him. And, <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, well, 
cool. I'll look forward to that, but also, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking a look at what they've got going on on here. And then seeing if there's anything good. Because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll take old issues and just re-cover them and, and put them out yeah. for new. Some of the smaller publishers do that, but a lot of them mm -hmm. have now turned into, let's do a full-on Like a zero issue. Story, yeah. yeah. Or get people in, which I do enjoy that. And it's free. But then sometimes, too, they don't really... It either ruins the canon or it resets again, and we just are having the number ones coming out now, so. My comic book store that I used to go to, and I don't know if this is true at all comic book stores or if it was just the one I used to use, um, but I would never go to the store on pre-comic book day. He would just, I would just order the ones that I wanted, and he would set them aside for me. So if your comic book store does that, then this is excellent because you can plan ahead and get what you want and it's not like you only get three because a lot of the stores yeah. when you go in on the day only let you get three but I always look forward to the best of the 2000 AD ones that they put out yeah, some of the stuff that you don't normally read day. yeah um, I'm just looking at the list here to see if there's anything notable I mean there'll be more yeah. announced later but yeah uh <sighs> Going along with comic books and renumbering and going back to status quo, there has been a, I guess, the cover, so it's a, a teasing, you know, because covers don't always say everything that's happened in the book. Right. But the internet has gone amok of, are they breaking up MJ and Peter again in Spider-Man? Okay. And I haven't read Spider-Man in a good while now, uh, and... I don't know if I want them to break up again. Mm. Because why? Right. And that's what everyone's saying. Like, if we can have comic books that evolve with people, like, maturity-wise, like... Then, well, then they will get a divorce. Why? Because most people do. <laughs> and this is coming from a girl who just got married. <laughs> <laughs> but then let them at least get married. Let, let it... I thought they were married. Let it be. Aren't they married? No, the I don't. Not I that get I, so confused just, in the Spider-Man continuity. Well, that's, and that's the problem yeah. too is that writers want to do a him dating Black Cat or him dating a Gwen cloner, mm -hmm. him date. Which, when you think of it, Peter's—he's a whore. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah. And man, whore. Good for him, but also, why can't he? He's not Batman. He doesn't not need a girlfriend to be gloomy and whatever bullshit that they made up for him. I will say this. I have always, and I've said it multiple times, don't really like Superman comic books. Right. Superman being with Lois Lane and having his kid has been the freshest thing that's happened to Superman. I've read the shit out of uh, the, the um, Super Son, not Super Sons, I think it's Super Sons, with him and Damien, mm. and anything with Superman now as a dad is a different dynamic than just him having a side piece, you know? Like, yeah. And that is what is now continuity for DC. Did Superman have a lot of side pieces? As, I guess, no. Yeah. Just, just Lana and yeah. Lois, so I guess yeah. really only he's two. Got, he's got, he does not uh, have the track I think record. Him, just... him and his maybe... 
Diana probably dated at one point too. I mean, but yeah, who hasn't? Who hasn't dated Diana? I mean, though. I mean, look at him. Good though. for her. Who wouldn't date Clark? I would be really scared to have sex with Clark Kent. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I knew he was Superman, you just never know what's gonna happen. True. True. <laughs> Batman's reliable. He's got a human penis. He has. <laughs> Superman sleeps with kryptonite in his room just to be <laughs> human, just in case. But heaven forbid he leaves that at home and go on their honeymoon. But oh, yeah, so man. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. It will, I'm glad I'm not reading Spider-Man, so I can't just yeah. rage quit it, but we don't need that. And then again, maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe they're really trying to... Get people like irked so that they talk about it more, like we are. This is from a cover of yes. a book from Spider Man number three that's coming out, um, like next week. Okay, this is so. This is why I don't read Spider Man. Like, I, I've picked up events of Spider Man, obviously, I read like the Spider Verse stuff, and I've read individual events here and there. I can't. It has the same problem the X-Men has, but it's almost worse because at least with the X-Men, you have a bunch of different books, but they're about different people. But you have like five Spider-Man books and they're all about fucking Spider-Man. Like, why do I need five different Spider-Man? One of them's Miles Morales. So that's nice. It's a different story, but the rest are all Peter Parker. Are they the same Peter Parker? Are they different Peter Parkers? Why do we need three different stories about Peter Parker? Well, you know this year is the 60-year anniversary of Spider-Man. 16? So they're yeah. going to have a lot of that going on. Sure. Which it seems like they can just rehash that for 70 and 75 and mm-hmm. just like they did with Fantastic Four and yeah. Avengers and, and all those. But sticking with Spider-Man, there's rumors that there's a new Spider-Man movie that Sony's doing right now. Already? Madam Web. Oh, really? Yep. Isn't she like the spirit of the, of the Spider-Man thing? She has been in certain versions of the show and everything, and she's had the clairvoyance and the... I guess she was a mutant, to tell you the truth. Ah. But that's... Sony's doing a Madam Web movie? That's the rumor right now. Yeah, there are other Spider-Man world movies have done super well. Well, I mean, Morbius got moved for a seventh time. Yeah. That movie looks like, like trash. I can't even explain to you how much that movie is not going to be good. I don't know. There was the second trailer that I no. got excited for, but now, like, the fourth trailer, I'm not again. Yeah. I feel like they show a little too much now. Ugh, it's going to be so bad. And, like, I haven't watched the new Venom yet, but I'm sure that's also not great. And I did enjoy the inclusion of, of what's his name in Venom? In, Tom Hardy. In Spider-Man. And I liked that they basically were like, no, these are two separate universes. So that was kind of nice. To know that their trash isn't going to leak into ours. <laughs> <laughs> but, Matt, like, I just, listen, are you trying to get a chick movie out there? Is that what's going on? Because do somebody else, then. No, because I, th- I do think that if they did a Madam... Do a Black Cat movie. No, if they do a Madam Web one, I can see that being kind of a Spider-Verse person. Because in the... I remember the old cartoon show with a Spider-Verse crossover and the totems and everything and Hunter and, or in the, I feel like it was the cartoon, but maybe it was comics, where she was a big part of helping Peter explore like other things, Mm -hmm. which if they just did this 
real-life Marvel Spider-Verse movie with uh, No Way Home, maybe that grounds some of these other characters within the Sony Spider-Verse. I could get behind that. Yeah, but reasoning. it's Sony making it. Do you understand why that's the problem? Yeah, yeah, I do <laughs> understand why that's the problem. Um, another Marvel project that's uh, filming right now, Secret Invasion, has had some set photos leak, and uh, right now uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Amelia Clark is got to be a the Skrull Empress. Like mm. she's still not defined a role. But just, I mean, it shows her just kind of, walk, the set photos show her in like a trench coat and just like a red bag and she has dark hair, which she could just be anyone. She could be a superhero. You wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you cast a star like her, right? almost having, for people that might not know what Secret Invasion is, having her show up as the Skrull Empress, I have just a feeling but that's just my gut reaction there isn't much to really see from the set photos besides that secrecy galore of what's going to go on with this show which honestly that probably should be because it's secret invasion right yeah i mean i you know i don't understand the people who want to like find this shit and release it and like ruin it you know what i mean like why would you want to know what's going on they ruin the surprise and that's part of, I feel like that's part of why not people enjoy so much entertainment anymore. Yeah. Like, we eat it up, but then mm -hmm. we become so need for that, um, that knowledge, which we all crave and we all want that. Right. But we don't, we don't need it. These just look like pictures of them coming to set. It doesn't even look like they're in costume. This is a non-story. <laughs> I mean, that very well could be, too. <laughs> I'm just reporting it as I see it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the last things that I want to quick mention, because I find it hilarious. Okay. So, uh, have you ever heard of the group One Million Moms? They're an organization that boycotts shit, and they're not... Okay. Really, some they're they're kind of like, you know, the moms against drugs or whatever you. Sure, matter. mad moms against yeah. drunk driving. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, that's a good and wholesome thing to be against. Yeah. But sometimes they pick things for the weird and stupidest reasons, and so they try to boycott Lucifer on Netflix. I mean, they're a little late to that party. <laughs> I don't I, you I think? But. Uh, but Neil Gaiman uh, went and just thanked them because they're like, this is one of the highest uh, rated shows on Fox and Netflix. And, you know, you guys pretty much uh, were part of the success for huh. trying to boycott what it. What were their problems with it? Because it was called Lucifer? Probably. They probably never even... No one in it. Do you... I... I just don't understand because there's like way shittier, worse stuff on Netflix. Well, was, well, this was yes. Well, this is before. This is like Fox as well. This is like before, oh, like when it first started ago. came up. Yeah. Um, but since it's you know rapping, he's just kind of coming out and being like, due to you, you know, talking about it in its earliest days, really kind of made it more people be like, what is this thing? Because again, 
when your parents tell you don't watch something, what do you do? You go you watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not an average mom, so I can't, I just think it's stupid. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just think it's super stupid. I The fact that these women are, are spending their time and energy on something so stupid makes me mad. <laughs> They're not doing anything to help their children. It's completely ridiculous. Anyway. So we had three teaser trailers, well, two teaser trailers and a trailer come out this week. Yep. For some cool looking things I'm looking forward to. Okay. First is Pinocchio. Sure. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro's stop motion looking thing that's going to be going to Netflix, which it's not your Disney one, and there is they are making a live Disney one because of course Disney is, but right. This one's stop motion. I love that. It'll be cute. Hopefully, like it. it'll be creepy. Um, I feel like Guillermo del Toro has had a thing with Pinocchio for a while now, so this makes sense. I can almost see. I could see some things being a little more darker in this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping, like, a la Coraline. Did you ever watch Coraline? Yeah. That was creepy, but in, like, a kid-friendly way. Yeah. So, I mean, the original Disney Pinocchio was fucked up. Can we just talk about how fucked up that movie is? Yeah, those boys turned into donkeys. It's so fucking and... crazy. That movie is super fucked up. So, I mean, I guess it's not can't get much darker <laughs> yeah. than that bullshit. But. Um, teaser trailer came out for the new Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. Yep. It was the teaser for its title, which for most people, bleh, for me, I was like, I was there for it. I was like, yeah, yeah. They're going to call it Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Which partially, um, and they had someone uh, with the voice overlay talking about, you know, the nine rings for mortal men doomed to die in the land of mortar where shadows lie and did the whole poem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, yeah, because the, the beginning of the Lord of the Rings, when that comes on and you're getting into the whole thing, I'm just excited about this. I thought that this is going to be a lot more of the beginning of the second age, but it, maybe this is how it's going to end with the rings. Cause I thought the rings were forged towards the end of the second age, which then the third age goes into when, the beginning of Lord of the Rings when they cut off the ring from Sauron and then yeah. there's some peace and everything and I can't wait for it. However, what I'm super excited for, if you watch the trailer, l- quick look up, it's a one minute trailer and then look up like the minute and a half making of the trailer only because it shows you that it's practical effects that they did with this. That gets me hoping that they're going to take that much uh, detail in the actual workings of the show. So it'll be more Lord of the Rings movies with practical effects and less CGI that they mm. did in the Hobbit movies. I see. So that's why this thing made me really, really giddy. Turgid. Excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Well, your nerd is showing a lot. Yeah, more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> then the last trailer that I'm just like there for it because I have no fucking clue... Even though I do, because I do like Moon Knight, but the Moon Knight trailer. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a wild ride. I think so, too. And I know almost nothing about Moon Knight, so I think it'll be good. Cause... Well, I mean, that he is crazy. Seeing this trailer, though, made me think this show is going to be WandaVision-esque, like, what's going on? 
and that will be fun. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is turning into Kevin Bacon, though, a little bit, yeah? I kind of thought yeah. that a little bit. Because <laughs> I was straight up was like, oh, I didn't know Kevin Bacon was in this. And Josh was like, that's Ethan Hawke. I'm like, no, it's it I didn't is. realize it it's is. Ethan Hawke until you've said it, because I was like, I need to see who that is. Yeah. Because I thought, it, yeah, it's not Kevin Bacon, it's not. So I have to see who this Kevin Bacon lookalike is. Wow. Yeah. No, that's, e- that's Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, well, that might be too big of a word. I, I am intrigued to watch it. I do know that in the comic books he has schizophrenia, yes? Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that. Because from the trailer, it looks like it's more, they're leaning on more of it being like from, like the actual, the voices are from like the actual source of his powers or whatever. Well, that's part of the book is him not sometimes thinking that is true so he ignores the voices that really are his god right. because he's like that's just crazy so it's gonna be the mind fuck yeah. like that it, yeah. i think yeah and good. i like um what's his name who the fuck is Claude Dameron? yeah what is Isaac? Uh, Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac Oscar Isaac i have a hard time remembering his name because he has a name that's two first names <laughs> <laughs> So I can never remember which order they go in. But yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good. Um, all the Marvel stuff. I mean, come on. Like, has there been anything that, that they've put out that may not be your favorite, but it's still all good. Yeah. So it would be real weird if this was just bad. Right. Um, lastly, I got booze in a book this week. That own. Aerosmith behind enemy lines. What? Aerosmith? Not not that Aerosmith. <laughs> Arrow as in shooting a bow and arrow. Oh. Smith. Oh. His character's last name. So, uh, behind enemy lines, I thought this was a new book or a new series from Image, but it's not, but it kind of is. And so I had to do the research uh, a little bit that I'll talk about now. So this book was, they made a five-part miniseries back in like 2003. Okay, wow. And then the creators said they wanted to do some other things, but get back to it. They then talked about making a prose book, you know, to fill out the story. And then they finally eventually got that to go, but then they're like, we still want to go back to the comic book art and everything, but then they had contracts and this and that. And this is all stuff that I learned in the back of this book. So it was very helpful to know... There is some other stuff to really establish mm-hmm. this world a bit more than this book. Not that you can't jump in to know, because on the first page you see flying uh, dragons and magic oh, and multicolored stuff. dragons. So it is a world that is our Earth, but a different history. Um, America is not United States of America; it's United States of Colombia and oh, so it's current day, but looks. Well, it's it's uh, World dragons. War One type okay. day, but it's there is free form of magic and huh. mystery and dragons and elves and all that in this world. So it's that's all you have to know. Our history with magic, and so this being behind enemy lines is, you know, one of the world wars and and how does magic play a part in that? So. Very, very fun uh, a book. And I really 
the only thing I could think of just with with World War One is Oktoberfest. I was just thinking, you know, Germany and beer over there and okay, what? <laughs> I mean, there's a zillion and a half just like cocktails that came out of that era as well. But let's go with the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the well, enemy beer. <laughs> Behind enemy lines. Okay. <laughs> what? What else would you think of? That's okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, well, what did you pick? Was it a particular beer? No, no, it was just the general oh. type of beer. <laughs> like a good Belgian beer, right? Those are delicious. I was honest. I was trying to think of one of the ones I I liked. Hoffenbrau was one of my favorites. So well, that's just more of a lager. Yeah, German, I guess German beer. Get a nice giant flagon. A boot. Boot. Das boot. A boot of beer. Um, and then drink it really fast. Because I feel like that is what you have to do, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what and you got to chug the whole thing and then stand up on the table and dump it over your head to prove that it's empty. Oh, really? Yep. And then, and then you a, get kicked out. <laughs> eat a giant, delicious pretzel with mm -hmm. mustard. Making me miss traveling. Lens. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, I want a pretzel. <laughs> I'm thinking of actually going there. You're just thinking of I eating. I just want a pretzel. <laughs> I don't need to fly across the world for that. I don't even want the beer. I just want a big pretzel now. <laughs> to go, to, go to Wetzel's Pretzels in the mall. Oh, well, Linz, uh, thank you for uh, sharing part of your life with me, even though you still didn't invite me. But... Uh, you were my backup. Had okay. had one of them. Oh, I well, I'm... had one of them not been able to perform their uh, duties of signing paperwork <laughs> as a witness. Then you were you were my my backup. Well, that makes me feel all the better. Oh, good. With that, uh, stay thirsty for more fun drunk on comic surprises. 